Dark Options Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Kyron Morrison, and I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing, sir? Oh, not too bad, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm preparing myself for a, a bout of potential deja vu. Because... Mm, yeah, I wonder why. We had we, we got audacity pretty well. Uh, so we, this is actually yeah, we our did. second attempt at recording this. And... It's, it's it's been a, a bit, it's been a week. Like, it's been we, a we freaking recorded week. It, we recorded it, and like I had a screw up on my recording that just I'm, we both tried tooth and nail to try and get it to work because we wanted to strike while the iron was hot, mm. and we were all over it, and ready to go, and then it just didn't happen. So and then the other you know, consecutive to, days managed to just wreck both of us. But we're back, uh, yeah, and we're pumped yeah, again. It's been a week, but it's been, it's been we're rough. Feeling better, we're feeling good. Yeah. Oh man! But uh, yeah, oh boy! Yeah, it's been it's been it's been a week, and that's all. what else to say besides that. Uh, but um, look, what have you been up to, man? What have you been? You've been watching anything or playing anything? Oh, don't say playing, because I've got quest log. But what have you been watching? <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just ah, no, 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 no. it all now. It's it's really not a lot I've been playing anyway. But um, I know me too. I'm the same. Yeah, no, not 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 a whole lot. Um, I got my DJ controller finally. Nice. Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if I talked about that last time I don't, don't bring him a deja anyway. vu job because we did because we got sidetracked talking about video game remixes we did yeah um yeah no but so i've i've been playing around with that recording i've recorded a set um that i did post to my social medias i saw so that if you want to jump on twitter uh, at jolly mac i'll do the promo here before i do it again at the end of the episode um yeah i posted up my first mix there just just some fun stuff that i like that that is you know it's just a, an insight into my mind of like how I like what what kind of music I like. And it's it's pretty all over the shop, um, and yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, I'm I today rearranged my desk setup so um, to, uh, to accommodate said DJ controller. Um, I'm waiting on a few more pieces to come in the mail so I can actually really get it sorted. Get my my um my boom mic stand and. USB hub so I can plug in a few extra things that I need. Um, but yeah, just nice. tooling around like that. Nothing crazy. What about you? Uh, well, I finally watched the first season of that Harley Quinn show on Amazon Prime. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. It's one of been, it's been one of those things that every time I see people talk about it, I'm like, oh, I've got to watch this. I've got to get around to this. I know Hunting Seasons did an episode on it. Uh, but I finally I made it right and I watched it and I really liked it. It's a surprisingly charming and funny show. With a pretty good yes. story and uh, yeah, good performances. I gotta get back to it. Some good gags. Yeah, I, yeah, I gotta get back to it. It is also not for the faint of heart. Yeah, no, um, violence is present, and that that because I think when I started watching, I'm like, is this even the right one? And then very early on with the Harley Qu- Harley Quinn and um, the Joker stuff and all the goons, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh oh no, yep, yeah, this uh, yep, yeah, this is the one. That is, there's a lot of blood. <laughs> I think Harley drops an f bomb within the first thirty seconds, so, so you're yeah. like, oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, if you don't like strong language or violence, it's definitely not for you. Speaking, um, speaking of both of those, I've also watched the first episode of season two of The Boys as well. Oh, which also is up on that as well. <laughs> pretty heavy on both of those things in the sense of yeah. coarse language and violence. Uh, yeah, I've got to catch up on those. I've got to find some time to carve out. You for those. do. It's take an episode at a time, though. Don't rush because that show is bleak. And it's been a bleak mm. year, so I, I've been spacing it out. 
Yeah, I did start. I've watched like, the first couple of episodes of season one, and I did enjoy it. But yeah, I I just never went back to it. Um, I have been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine though. Finally, I'm very proud of you, Joel. Yes, uh, nice. I am all about that. I am. Yeah, uh, I'm about halfway through season two at the moment. So, so you're down yeah. with the nices, the the noises, and the uh, cool, 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 mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nine nine baby. So many more um, calls than what Arthur would say, which would be very limited on the calls. But Jake Brault is just like he lays it on thick with the calls. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have an amazing gift yeah. that I'll send you later. That's that's that I, <laughs> that I, that I, I, I very frequently it. use with a cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> I look forward to it. Um, but yeah, cool. Nothing else. Pretty crazy. All right, then. Well, in that case, I reckon we jump straight into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment, and I think we've both been playing the same game. But before we get into that, yes. I will talk briefly, and I do mean briefly because you know it's it's a it's a port, it's a remaster collection. I have been dabbling in a bit of the Super Mario 3D All Stars, and it's. This game is a blessing and a curse, right? Because I'm grinning like an idiot playing these games. Fully aware. Like, I don't want to be very clear. Fully aware that Nintendo should have done almost anything extra to these games to <laughs> to yeah. justify this package. Uh, they did the bare minimum for what I could tell. And in some ways, like, they did even... They, they did the extra effort to make them a bit worse. Like, for example, the Sunshine <laughs> camera controls are just perplexing to some yep. people and the fact that you can't even change them like you can't uninvert them is or you can't invert them i forget which way they are i haven't spent much time with sunshine because that game look it's not a bad game but it's also out of three it's not my favorite <laughs> yeah but uh, I, it, I, the reason i want to play it is because i haven't played that one of the three of them i, like, I so. honestly i currently live for everyone's opinions and takes on sunshine I have zero interest in everyone's opinions and takes on Super Mario 64 because I still think that game is a classic and there's been, in my opinion, too many bad takes on that game. Get out of here with them. Yeah, yeah. look, there's a lot of hot takes going on. The around. camera, I look, not- I will concede to you the camera's not great, but the rest of that game, nah, get out of here. It's great. It's it's It seems like hot takes for hot takes sake as well, which I is know. a bit shitty, but... Yeah. Yeah, well. And yeah, Galaxy, Galaxy, what can we say about Galaxy? It's, it's fantastic. Um, that game... It's great. Holds up so well. Looks really good. Really nice to be able to do the spin on a button, not on the shaking of a shaking uh, arm, right? Yeah. Press the Y button and shake. Way easier. Uh, but yeah, again, just in general, the collection. If it was more than what it was, it would be great. The fact that Nintendo got to bleed like sixty dollars out of me, and it still makes me happy, probably means says something about me more than them. Because you know what, they they came out winners, to be honest. But uh. Well, yeah, but it also says something about then that the fact that you are willing to do that, that the, it's the true. product is actually pretty good at base level. Like, even if they didn't do anything extra to it, like, it's it's still a good... I'm having fun. Uh, they included the soundtracks of those three games, which just makes me mad that I can't buy them digitally or you know, on Spotify. Even though I know Spotify is not great to their artists, it would be nice to have better options to listen to that music because they're, like, yeah. good God, like... The Galaxy, the Galaxy soundtrack is way better than it has any business being because just purely because it's a soundtrack for a platformer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that soundtrack it, evokes a lot of emotions for a game. It's like, hey, it's a Mario game. 
but it's yeah it's like you know it was a it was a moment too where like nintendo were finally willing to shell out the extra cash to have it like fully orchestrated in it and it pays off like it pays off so well like yeah as much as it's I love so much of the 60 before music, and it's still fantastic, like Die Die Doc, not yeah, Die Die Docs, is still one of the best video game songs. Don't even don't even try to argue against that. But um, man, gusty gusty wind galaxy, yeah. Oh, the, the the Mario Galaxy version of like the Bowser stages. Oh, yeah, should not like be it's... as good as it is, but they just they blow me away every time I hear them. Even just like the fanfare when you get a shine. Oh, uh, so good. It's so good. And like the beefed up fanfare for when you get the grand stars. Like, man. Yeah. Yep. The music at, when you're at the observatory with Rosalina. Oh, yeah. Galaxy is a classic. It's good. Probably it's good. the best 3D Mario, I think. Maybe. I still, I don't know. I still have a soft spot for, for Odyssey. Oh, like, I, I love just, Odyssey. I, but. And it's. It's hard because, like, you, you sort of fall into whether or not it's a, a, a case of, like, recency bias or not. But, like, I don't know. Something about that game, like, is magical. Like, playing that, the 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 festival sequence in the um, the city world, like, like, that was amazing. Like... Yeah, look. While, like, hey, while um, Jump Up Superstar's playing in the background, it's just like, oh, this is so crazy. I'm, I'm and not here to ending. attack Odyssey, okay? I want to be clear about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not here to, to, to attack Galaxy. I still think Galaxy's fucking phenomenal. But I don't know. For me personally, it's just something about um, the ending of that game. Like, Again, where the ending's great. You, you think it's like... It's like when things happen and you're like, are they really going to do this? And then they do it and you're like, oh fuck, this is awesome. Um, and I think also too, because like, I, I remember the moment I finished, like I played that sequence and finished that game. I was sitting in a hotel room in Tokyo and it was like, ah, oh, this is the best. This is perfect. This is absolutely perfection. I was talking to um, um our friend Broad from Hunting Seasons the other day at a party chat about this. And I think a lot of it just comes down to as much as I love Odyssey, I just the freedom they have with the levels in Galaxy is just where it wins me over. Because look, I love yeah. Odyssey, but you sort of just dropped into these big sandbox zones, which are great, and then you yeah. trip over moons, which is fun as well. But some of the stuff that you get to do in Galaxy is just absurd, like <laughs> ridiculous. It, yeah, like the whole like center of gravity stuff that they're mm. doing in galaxy is pretty mind blowing and does, isn't really used in a lot of things really anymore. Yeah. Um, there's been some like mobile games that have done sort of similar stuff where you're like, Oh, I'm familiar with this. Um, but yeah, using like, you know, having like each of those little parts of those, of those maps having their own gravitational pull mm. and, and how they interact with each other is very interesting. I still remember just like yeah. when I was younger, first playing Galaxy, like jumping from small planetoid to small planetoid was like, this is ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It was mind blowing at the time, especially. But, um, it still is. Yeah. But... But, but look, the main point is 3D Mario is fantastic. And uh, I honestly can't wait to play 3D Worlds next year when it comes back out on the Switch. But uh, apart from that, I've also been playing a little roguelike that you've already brought to the show once from Early Access. A little roguelike by Supergiant Games called Hades. And as someone yes. who doesn't like roguelikes or roguelites, I love this game. And that should sp- yep. that should speak volumes for its quality. Yeah. Um, I am excited that you like it. 
because we can both talk about a roguelite we on the show together, uh, and it makes me happy. Um, you've already gotten further than I have. But again, um, that's just because I just, I haven't been able to stop. Like, when it came out, it was like, I had 3D All-Star sitting there. I'm like, I could go get some stars, or I could just, like, smush my face into some, like, creatures in the underworld. I'm going to go to the underworld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hades is a, a, yeah, like a roguelite. Uh, all based uh, centered around like Greek mythology, um, and which is that in itself is really great, especially if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, and if you are, there's a, and, there's a lot to like about this game in particular. Yeah, so I've heard. Like, I'm not huge. My, my knowledge of like Greek mythology comes from like via osmosis from uh, yourself and our other people in our friendship group. I'm and, like, and all right, cool. That's and God of War, yeah, of course. But, like, you know, I, I, I was trying to be nice and attribute it to you guys because I honestly do relate. That's the only reason why I know as much as I do is from hearing you guys talk about it. And so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, this all makes sense now. Um, And, yeah, it's like a isometric sort of uh, brawler. I guess, like, combat, yeah, hack and slash action RPG. Hack and slash is probably thing, a, bit yeah. more, a bit more accurate, yeah. Honestly, um, when I think and, of comparisons, I do think a lot of stuff like Diablo, even though it's not really like Diablo, yes. but like the perspective yeah. and the ability, like just attacking enemies and the, the like quantity of enemies just reminds me of a Diablo-esque situation. Yeah. And the general tone of yeah, that like too. the setting and everything as well is like, all right, this is pretty, you know, you could relate that there. But like, it's, um, it's worth noting, but like having said that, it's not like Diablo. Like there's no, no. you're not picking up loot. You're not equipping your character as you progress through but it does have obviously other roguelike charms that, that sort of step in there to fill that void. But it also does have um, like RPG elements to it that you are constantly progressing. Oh as yeah, well. for sure. Yes. Um, which is, I think, I think the reason why it is doing as well as it is, I think, I think people see the word roguelite or roguelike and sort of go, Oh, that's me. Oh, not like, for me. Yeah. And it's I, totally fair, but a lot I, I think, Sorry, I was yeah. gonna say a lot, a lot hinged on that first death, right? When I was doing my first run, and I died, I was like, "Okay, all right, what do I, what do I keep?" Yeah. And when I saw what I kept, like basically like everything I picked up, I was just like, "All right, cool. Like this is, like that death is just like, do it again, and I'll happily do it because I'm always working towards collecting like treasures or darkness to upgrade myself or like other." Um, elements that you can use down the track to upgrade your weapons and stuff like mm. that. And that's the thing too, like once you get to a certain point in the game, you start to realize how the game's story is presenting itself and, and death is almost a reward in a way. Yeah, it looks like you go back and you have all these interactions. Yeah, you have all these interactions with the, the people back at um at the like Hades' house. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but um and yeah, so that that's really, really cool. And you're progressing the story that way, which I think is the other big key thing about why people are really enjoying this game is because with roguelites or roguelikes, there are stories there generally. Um, things that come to mind are like the three big ones for me that come to mind are like Binding of Isaac in a way. It does have a story there that's pretty interesting, especially when you dive into it uh, and like really sort of like start looking at like the symbolism for a lot of things. It's like, Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Enter the Gungeon has actually got a pretty decent storyline. Like, the whole idea is you're trying to enter this gungeon to collect pieces of a gun to kill time. Like, to, like, kill your past, sorry. So, 
yeah, all the characters have a different backstory that you're trying to figure you you, you get, I guess, alluded to somehow. Um, I've played that game for so many hours that I still have no idea. It's all from reading. Um, but yeah, the whole idea is like you're trying to, to build a gun that is powerful enough that can kill your past uh, and the things that are in your past. Uh, like, and why Dead not? Cells as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dead Cells as well has like have some pretty interesting story beats and things in there as well. Uh, and like environmental storytelling as well, which is really cool. Um, but this does all of that, but much more clearer and paced out much better. It's not it's not locked behind a skill wall. The story will progress no matter what in a way to a point. Um, but then there are even there are accessibility modes. There's a mode called God mode that basically will make you stronger after every run. So you can experience that story without the fear of having to do the same thing over and over and over again for an extended period of time. Which is a good idea. Is, it really is. Yeah. It's insane. Like, I, I, it's it completely, like, I haven't seen this in a roguelite before, which is cool. Um, yeah, I, I must admit that Supergiant Games, I, I appreciate um, I've only ever really played one before this that I actually spent a lot of time with. And no, it's not Transistor Kyron. I'm sorry. I will get to it. Um, you you say that, Joel. You real, you say it, but like, I won't believe it until you do it. Hey, the next, I, as soon as it goes on sale on the Switch, I'll pick it up. Like I, I, I've already, I've already like committed to that. Um, but yeah, like I, I, the one I played was Pyre and I just, I don't know, it just didn't click with me. I liked the gameplay of it, and I was interested in the story, but it got to a certain point in the story where I was like, ah, oh, really? Okay. All right. And that's when I sort of bounced out of it pretty hard. Um, whereas this sort of takes all the elements of the stuff that I like from Supergiant Games, like their amazing art style is just, oh, God, this game pops. Um, soundtrack's amazing, and, and, and like really cool stories that they want to tell. Uh, but also takes like really fun parts from like hack and slash roguelites that are like so it just sort of matches them together in this sort of perfect storm of things that I really enjoy. So this is the one I'm going to stick with for a while. And again, because it's on the Switch as well, roguelites is like my the Switch is like my roguelites machine because I'll pick it up and just like if I've got if I want to watch a podcast, um, I'll be like cool. I'll, I'll have that on the background while I'm playing, you know, a roguelite usually enter the gungeon but um yeah at the moment it's hades because it's good it's very good it's so good and that's the thing like i said at the start when i introduced it that i i don't like these games right i have tried like i've tried dead cells and i played a bit of isaac back in the day played yep. a bit of, like a little bit of gungeon uh but yep. typically i i do a few runs and like look this game's neat Usually they're like, again, all those those three examples in particular are gorgeous games with fun mechanics that I respect, but mm -hmm. at a certain point I'm like, okay, I'm not really getting anything else out of this, but yeah. Hades just has me hooked in its loop, and it, it shows no signs at the moment of letting me go, which is exciting, because I just love yeah. this game. It's one of those things where it's like, you've just got to find the right one to get mm. you hooked, no, and absolutely. then you'll be sort of more forgiving about other ones that you try in, in future, you'll be more willing to try them. Um, I mean, it was me with, you know, JRPGs. Like, I didn't really mm. play them at all. That's a good point, actually. Persona 4 Golden came around, and I was like, oh, this is the one. And now I've tried multiple ones. Some of them have stuck, some of them haven't. But 
July. Yeah. I'm we're in a danger. It's a dangerous weekend. Just a quick sidetrack for us, because obviously it is Tokyo Game Show weekend. Uh, yeah. So both PlayStation and Nintendo have a bunch of Japanese games on sale. My wish yeah. list on the Switch is like I shouldn't look at it. Like I, sh- I just mm-hmm. shouldn't. I got an email yeah. from Square going, "Hey, uh, just letting you know." Dragon Quest XI is like 40% off on Switch. Oh no, I just won't, you might not want to know that information. And I was like, Fuck. I did buy it on PS4. I never finished it. I have a Switch version's better. Maybe I'd finish it on Switch? I don't Here's know. the thing though. If you wait, just wait till December, you can play it on Game Pass. Yeah, but handheld mode. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's, so in, that... in, the, in the like grand scheme of JRPGs, right? Being able to play a JRPG, much like a roguelike, in handheld mode is OP. Yeah. It's OP as hell and unfair. Like, yeah. you can't... It's it's funny that, that like, you know, they're both our sort of, like, go-to game genres, in mm. a way, and they're, they're both suited to handhelds, and yeah, the reason just why like, like, playing them on handhelds, yeah. Because, like, especially for, like, again, I'm sure roguelikes are the same as this, but, like, man, we're really sidetracked now. But JRPGs, like, sometimes you just, you gotta grind, you just gotta grind, dude. And yeah. what, what better way to grind than chucking on podcasts or anything and just, mm-hmm. just mindlessly kill enemies in a jrpg i don't know anyway hades is great uh do you have a favorite weapon joel um i've been pretty committed to the gauntlets at the moment but i'm at the point now where i'm sort of (laughs) up against a brick wall where i'm like i'm getting to sort of the same point each time and just being like all right and part of it is between like you know trying to figure out what kind of build i want to do with my boons and actually sort of like really maximizing my uh like damage output and things like that um by using those boons but i've at the moment just switched back to you get to a point where each of the weapons like for each run one of the weapons will have like give you a bonus in darkness which is one of the currencies you collect um and so i've been just sort of forcing myself to jump into those like the last one i did i had to use the um the machine gun and i was like ah okay Mm. it's fine i did okay with it um, but yeah, like it's, I, I yeah, making the most of that grenade launch on it is very handy. It is. I just always get it's, screwed by the reload. The timing is always yeah disadvantageous to me. And like, I know have you can manually the, do it. Yeah. Can we change the, the control I, for that? I haven't yet, but it's still just, I don't know. I just like it's, yeah. how simple it is with the other weapons. It's cool that it's there. Could, don't get me wrong. It's just like, it's funny though. Cause like, you just got to get that extra button press into your like, combo loop that you have for the other weapons because once you get it in there it sort of makes it a little bit more i'm still getting used to it using that weapon but um but yeah i'm sort of switching between them all i really do like the shield just because purely for no other reason you can throw it like captain america and bounce it off enemies it's true you can and it's great um and there's a boon that you can get that you can it'll bounce off like up to eight or nine enemies in a room um so you can basically just throw it, especially when there's little floating skulls you can just wipe out an entire room of those in one throw. And Feels it's good. So satisfying. The skulls yeah. suck. Oh, yeah. I know. I love them. They're my favorite. If I've got, like, any weapon, really, but if it's, like, a really good, like, melee weapon, um, and I have the Zeus's boon on my attack, where it can do, like, chain lightning, man, those rooms, that's so much fun, because you just walk in, you just, like, punch, and you take out, like, three. Oh, yeah. You do another there's, punch, there's you take Zeus out another boons. three. Zeus is like one of my top five boons, right? When I if I see that lightning mm. bolt, I'm usually gonna go for it. Yep, yeah, same. I actually had the the trinket that was like would start the run with a Zeus boon. Oh, nice. 
Um, yeah, because there are trinkets as well that can like sort of augment different things about your run. Um, whether it be it'll give you an extra like an extra life basically, or uh, it can buff your health, or you can start with a specific boon as well from my, a specific god my favorite one i don't remember who i got it from but basically once i get hit i'm impervious for like one and a half seconds and, yep. it, and it activates every like six seconds yep which is pretty nifty that's a, that's a nifty one there's a boon as well that sort of you could you could combo that up with as well that i think like there's a couple of different boons actually once yeah, so once it gives you sturdy deal- which is really useful Give you sturdy and deal damage to enemies near Man, as well. Revenge damage, baby. Again, yeah. it's that Zeus, right? Lightning bolts or who else has good revenge? Um, Doom, I think, with Ares is good as well. Yeah, yeah. I think Dionysus he does. can inflict I think hangover he can. as well. Yeah, and yeah. Aphrodite can do weakness as well. Yeah. So good. The gods uh, the gods are also wonderfully represented and their personalities are so good. And the performances mm. are so good and their art is so good and their boons are I, so I, good. <laughs> I think it would be a good time to take a moment here as well, especially considering it's been a week now since it's been out, um, that the internet is very horny for this game. Joel, they're and all like, super attractive. Like, I get it. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, I'm not blaming them. Like, there's there's even, some very attractive gods Even, here. like, Nintendo's indie world account was, like, horny on main <laughs> for Zag. Yeah. I was just like, what? I mean, yeah, okay. Look at it's him. It's like, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've also heard some people, like... Ares, like is, the, the, Ares is the one at the moment oh yeah but um i like seeing like uh some people just like uh compare like the character portraits to like persona oh yeah um and some of the the, the character designs to actual like persona like enemies almost like uh chaos uh with like we- with their weird like necklace of of uh, faces that they wear like this scarf of faces that they wear i'm like <laughs> that's that does look like a persona like like a shadow um yeah, it's like it's uh, it's great, and but yeah, I just wanted to take a moment there to, to appreciate the how attractive everyone is in this game, and it's great. It's great. I'm so here for it. Everyone is incredibly attractive. <laughs> it's good. Oh man, this game is so good. Do you, so do, good. Do a favorite god. Let's, let's get down to that. Uh, I mean, like you said, Zeus is amazing. Zeus. Like he, yeah. If you're talking mechanically, yeah, Zeus is great. I can't resist a bit of chain damage, uh, chain lightning. Um. I also have a bit of a soft spot for Dionysus. We've got to give up. We've got to give it up for Dionysus, man. Even if it's just yeah. because he calls you Zag and he just seems like such a a bro who wants yeah. to party. I'm like, ah, oh, you're all right, Dionysus. You're it's all right. So, he's great. Like, I mean, but they're all so wonderfully yeah. written. That's the thing. Like, it's very like it's they all feel distinct as well. And I just again, like, clearly, Supergiant like cares i guess about about greek mythology because just the way some of these characters interact the fact that they 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 have a percentage chance to do that like i was going into a room specifically for like i think it was like a dionysus or a poseidon boon and it just triggered that when i did it they were like oh also um eric's is here and then eric's had a little conversation thing as well and then i got like a duo attack which was really neat The um, duo boons are really they're cool. They're really good. Yeah. And I like uh, that you can go into rooms where you've got to pick from one of the gods. Yep. Trial of the gods. Yeah. yeah. I love those and, too. And like you pick one and you're like, oh, they won't be that mad. Then the other gods usually are like, oh, screw you, man. I'm going to kill you. And just throws enemies at you in like little environmental hazards. You clear that. And then they're like, nah, you're all right. Have my boon as well. I'm like, that's so accurate to the Greek gods. And it's like, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
it's I'm serious. It's great. Um, also, I mean, you know, the, the, in terms of story as well, like the underlying story of what's going on and like the way they piece it out to you is really, mm. really interesting as well. It is. Um, I'm really curious to see. I, I actually want to watch the, um, the no clip documentary that came out. Yeah, finally. they've been promoting I, that a lot lately, and I think it's time yeah, to watch it as well. I need to go watch that because I'm really interested to see how they like if they talk about how they deal out the bits of information that you get. Like, is it? I, I'm assuming it's after a specific amount of runs that the game That's goes. Okay, All right. I'm really curious what the triggers are for a lot of that stuff. Yeah, because like I know there are people who have done like runs where they've gotten to the end of a run uh, without saying anything. Um, yeah, they've gotten to the end of a run on like that tutorial run. Wow. So the, yeah, I've heard people who've done that and I'm like, how the I, fuck did you do that? I would like to think there's some pretty good dialogue for that. <laughs> surely, right? Like, surely they've accounted for that. Um, I, had, I had an amazing thing with... um. One of the get one of the mechanics you get uh once once you finish your first run, you get like a little little mechanic to spice up your future runs. And I was just like, oh okay, well I'll mess around with a few of these. Ended up picking one that chain that gave like bosses new attacks, which was cool. And <laughs> walked into the fight with Megara, and just a fight that usually doesn't give me any trouble at this point. I'm sort of like, eh, whatever. Even when I start throwing in the other two furies to mix it yeah. up. They're a bit scarier, but I'm sort of like, you know what? I'm okay. Job's particular variant uh, definitely took a death defiance off of me and caught me completely <laughs> off guard. And I almost don't want to spoil it because when you see it, it's really cool. But also, uh, never again. Never again. It's it's funny though, because like the way I play, I think we were talking about this before, but the way I play roguelites is so like bashing my head against a brick wall. And I think this is the first one where I'm actually sort of taking a step back and being like, okay. How can I maximize? Actually, that's a lie. Dead cells. I did. I did start looking into like you know how to really maximize runs and things like that. Because um, like I think I I've got like one. I'm playing on like boss cell level one or whatever, um, which is like the second easiest difficulty essentially <laughs> of the game. And um, I'm still like struggling with that. But like oh, when I found I out, never about, like, even I, never even finished a, a loop of dead cells. I could never do it. Yeah. I finished one. I was I trash. One, so I'm I'm okay. I just got really good with like as uh, I the 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 drops that I got. But um, Icebo is where it's at. Like you get Icebo, apparently that's that's one of the key things. And honestly, it does help a lot, especially because you can just freeze enemies and then just melt them essentially. Um, so but I'm taking it a little bit further with this, where I'm just like, all right, cool. I need to think about how at this stage as well. I'm like trying to look at all the the boons that I haven't accepted yet, so I can like fill out that um that minor list of Oh the prophecies. Prophecies, thank you. Yeah. yeah. They're the minor list of prophecies. So I can figure out those which are basically like extra objectives that give you um like different resources as yeah. a reward for and I'm, it. I'm sure on like Steam their achievements as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I I'm really trying to look at like go through and get all all of those and then from there being like, all right I've had a go at everything that's on offer. Let's really start looking at what I can pull from to um, maximize a run and like what weapons it's going to work with and how it's going to work mm. and really start to try and play a little bit more defensively than just like, I'm just too hasty with boss fights. That's what I, that's always been my problem with these games. I'm just, I get too greedy 
Yeah. You'd Look, think I, I would have learned from bigger Souls, like playing Souls games now, but I just haven't. I haven't. I guess that, you know, different moods, right? Like, I'm the same. I, I'm quite guilty of getting greedy. Like, when I did actually finish my first loop, because uh, I captured just captured it just on reflex to be like, oh, I'm going to want to watch the end of it at some point. And I went back and, like, the boss nearly killed me. Like, <laughs> the boss nearly yeah. wiped me out regardless of me winning. So it was it was really flukish that I got there. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm the same. It just comes down. I've just been really enjoying, like, when I get those options, like, really reading what the boons do. And yeah, yeah it's been it's been yeah. fun. I like it. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is... Uh, if you like roguelites, you should play this. If you like Greek mythology, you should play this. If you like... Supergiant. <laughs> if you like Supergiant yeah, and really great narrative, like, games... You should play it. Like it's it's a no brainer. I think mm. this is going to be one of the ones that I already hear people talking about for like game of the year stuff. Like absolutely, it's up I know there. a lot it's of people. A, contender. a lot of a lot of people are just like, yeah, this is my game of the year, and I'm like, I can say that, like, hundred mm. percent. It's going to be up there for me. But um, just seeing lots of people like me as well who don't really usually enjoy these games posting on social media, it's being like, look, yeah. I'm really enjoying Hades. It's one of those games that has just sort of blown up. Like, because mm. um, I remember. <laughs> It's very similar to like Fall Guys because I remember seeing like Fall Guys when it got announced. I'm being like, "This looks great. I'm gonna keep my eye on this." I remember when Hades got an- announced and it was like, "It's a roguelite by Supergiant Games." I'm like, "Fuck it, all right." See, and I I'm was listening. I was on the fence because I heard roguelike. I was like, "Oh, like I like Supergiant, but I don't know, guys." And also, it being early access and all that. But yeah, yeah. So happy to sit here and eat my hat though because it's so good. <laughs> yep, it's brilliant brilliant game but yeah i guess to wrap our hades conversation is play hades or at least watch a trailer of hades and then buy hades and play hades right yep like granted it's only on pc and switch at the moment uh it's i think coming to other consoles it's just just not going to happen until next year i believe supergiant said uh but uh and cross save is coming it's coming yeah i remember they sent out they sent a message out saying they delayed that from the switch release so they wouldn't have to push back 1.0, which I fully respect yep. because it means I yep, can play it now. Totally fine. Uh, but yeah, so I would say definitely, I know we, we're selling it pretty hard and saying play it, but I would say look up a trailer because it's very good. Absolutely, yeah. Um, There's some really cool animated trailers as well. The, the launch animated trailer is very cool. Yeah, oh, I forget who, it's the studio who did Castlevania or some I Castlevania work. And like yep. from one of, one of the animators or one of the people who founded that company is from Spider Verse, so there's like uh, I feel like so, I'm probably wrong. I feel like I read that on Twitter, and you know what? Twitter is it's basically you know it's the bible for this information. Like it, it's never wrong. It's like Wikipedia, it's, yeah. infallible. I I want to say they did the Dead Cells launch trailer as well, maybe. But anyway, Joel. Good, anyway, but... Joel. Anyway, Joel. Yeah, it's time to go to yes. the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round, of course, is our whatever the hell we want it to be segment. And simply put, there's a lot of news. There's a lot of news to cover. Even if this news is a bit old, I think there's still some good conversations to have about some of this stuff. Uh, one in particular, yep. obviously. So how we're going to do it is because we've got two little presentations to talk about. We've got the, a Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, whatever, for September. And the PS5 Games Showcase. We're going to do like miniature dope on nopes for both of those and then we've got a big beefy big boy story that dropped mm-hmm. earlier this week that's just really fascinating 
and interesting and smart and maybe a little scary, but we'll touch on that later. So first up, obviously, we have the Nintendo Direct Mini. So we kind of knew what to expect from this, like the timing of when it was announced, when it was happening. There was so many rumors of a Monster Hunter coming to Switch very soon. But that was, I think it was just more exciting for the confirmation of that point. So yeah, absolutely. Let's just run real quick through this list. So we'll start off with, I mean, uh, this is so obviously a dope, right? We've got Monster yeah. Hunter Rise and a Monster Hunter Stories 2, both announced for March. For So Monster Hunter Rise for March 26, 2021, and Monster Hunter Stories 2 for winter 2021. What say you, Joel? Oh, it's dope. It's, like, it's dope. It's I'm... so dope. <laughs> After the amount of times that we've had conversations where we're like, fuck, I want to go back to Monster Hunter World. I think like, about it a lot, especially if I never went, yeah. never went back to Iceborne and I kind of regret it. Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, but now I think it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to wait for this because, mm. I, I mean, if they can keep... The one thing I hope they keep is, like, the accessibility of it because um, Monster Hunter World sort of, like, really blew up in the West because it was a lot more accessible because previous to that, Monster Hunter you could almost argue was a bit of a niche like title where it's like, if you're into monster hunter, you you're into monster hunter. You, you know what you're doing, you know what's going on. If you don't, it's going to, the, the barrier of entry is a little bit higher. Whereas world sort of like drip fed you all information about stuff and you could still like crash and bash your way through it if you wanted to. But, um, it did actually like reward you for sort of, you know, committing to the mechanics of the game and, and the world as well. Um, so I hope they sort of continue that with this. I think they will. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing, right? I think that would be silly to take a, 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 like a, a player base as big as the Switch mm-hmm. and, I mean, not necessarily turn your back on the West because Monster Hunter does have a lot of fans in the West who like those older entries. But Absolutely, uh, I yeah. would be surprised if they didn't keep it open. Uh Honestly, yeah. the biggest thing that changed how I felt about Monster Hunter for me in World was just having areas seamlessly connected rather than having to go through transitions. And I think at yep. least that's in Rise, so I'm kind of happy there. Uh, yeah. So one of the new things that actually added, apart from a uh, dog companion you can now uh, roll with, who's an attacker, he's an attack companion, where the Palico still is your support class, support like um, yep. partner. You can also ride this dog, which is amazing fucking great and perform certain actions like i think in the trailer they showed a guy he was eating some meat uh drinking a potion of some sort so again that'll just be useful because i remember so many times after getting wiped out in world like that especially in like areas with like like cold weather where you've got to drink like a a, a warm a heat a temperature potion so we're like yep. sprinting back to the fight chugging a potion just being like i'm coming <laughs> yeah. guys glug 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 it's um <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, the other cool thing as well that got announced at um, the Capcom, T- one of the TGS Capcom events, um, they did say about that if you're playing single player, you can take up to two, I think, two companions with you. Yeah, they did say that actually, yeah. Two dogs or a, a palico and a dog or two palicos. You can take them into the fight with you as well, which is really cool. And I think if you're um, playing with one other person, you can still bring a palico or a dog. So, which I is think also so, cool. yeah. The other plus to this is as well the fact that it's on the Switch. Yes. So, like, I mean, we can obviously play online together and stuff like that because I think it's pretty safe to say that we're going to get this at launch, both of us. I'm really keen, um, man. I'm super keen. Yeah. 
I'm I'm in on this. Um, so, but the other thing is too is like if you know if I'm allowed to come and visit you, or you're allowed to come and visit me, man, imagine like that. Well, but I don't know, you know, in a, in a perfect world, but but like in those scenarios, like normally it's just like oh well we it'd be cool if we could play Monster Hunter together, but we can't. But now we can because we just play locally and, and was, it's yeah that was always the advantage of monster hunter being a portable game right you could do stuff like absolutely that. uh yeah. you could just hang out and play at a friend's house it's like uh do you want to play some monster hunter yeah just bust it out off we go i feel like it bears mentioning as well so we don't forget is this this game's new feature is this cool like hook grappling hook bug that basically lets you like attach you attach a grappling hook to this bug but you can do it sort of anywhere so you can just spider-man yep. your way across gaps it's yep. added in a lot of more freedom of movement for like running up walls running across walls you can use this hook bug in combos to do really cool stuff there's a really good example i don't know which, which weapon it is but there's a really cool move they pull off in the trailer that just looks sweet uh so it yep. just looks like combat's going to be a lot more dynamic with this as well which is fun because that was one of the other things i liked about world uh, I mean, I know that the Insect Glaive was already in a Monster Hunter before world, but I just loved how that weapon functioned and how you moved with it. And just yeah. imagining what I might be able to pull off, assuming I assume the Glaive will be back. I haven't shown it yet, I don't think. Sure. But sure. what they, what you could do with that hook bug is just exciting. Yeah, I I mean, I never really like jumped into the, the Glaive, um, but like I remember seeing you do some fucking insane shit with it. The Glaive like, is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Kyron, what are you doing? And you're like, yeah, I'm flying through the air. <laughs> like... Fucking great. Good shit. But yeah, I'm I'm 100% in on this. Like, it's a, it's a mm. no-brainer for me. I'm like, I am ready for some more Monster Hunter. Yeah. And the plus side of it being on the Switch, for those reasons, like, where we can just, like, you know, bust it out if we're hanging out together. Like, it's it'll be, it'll be cool. It'll mm. be a lot of fun. Like I do, I mean, very, look, there's fair concerns for performance and stuff like that. Uh, it is coming out in March, so who knows what's going to happen there. It'll be interesting to see if Nintendo has anything to say regarding the Switch Pro rumors. Yeah. There's a lot of questions, but uh, again, no shade at World, but I just like seeing, I mean, because there was, there was colors in World, but it just I just like the designs and the colors and the... More traditional monster hunters, I guess. Like again, world's a good game. It looks gorgeous, but because it's gone for that sort of realistic design, it is sort of washed out sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. Like because it's so more, st- it's more stylized in this in in Rise. It looks like not only like it looks like less taxing on the hardware. Um, mm, yes. it also looks a, a, like a bit more appealing, a little bit more colorful yeah. and, and fun. There will obviously um, be concessions. Like yeah. it won't, I don't think it'll, you know, the textures will be as good as World and stuff like that. But all no. I ask is it's colorful, fun, and I'm in, right? Like, that's it. Yep. If it runs okay, like, I'm not even asking yeah. for, like, a crazy good performance, but... Yeah, mostly yeah, stable. It is <laughs> yeah, it is interesting about, like, the, the March, like, thing and with all the rumors going around. There's so about many rumors, Joel. Switch pro, Switch pro. So this would be a good, like... Uh, like system seller either for people who haven't bought one yet or for people who would like to push people over the edge to upgrade which i think we probably would fall both fall into the the latter category i'm scared joel i'm scared we're in a year of new consoles that i'm probably not going to get this year and then i'm so i'm looking at getting a new console early next year 
And then if Nintendo's yep. just like, hey, uh, Switch Pro, that's tough because between this and Zelda, I want those book games both looking their best and running their best. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. And also, too, like for someone like me, because you pointed out to me the fact that the Oculus Quest 2 is like super reasonably priced. It's very reasonably priced. Um, yeah, for a 64 gig one, you can get it for, I think, 479 Australian. And I was like, it's dangerous times. What? Bro. It's dangerous times. Yeah. One day. I will get one of those one day. I I, I vow. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, the, um, the combo to that announcement was, was also for Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin. I don't have a great mm-hmm. deal to say about this because I never played the first one. I tried the demo, I think, on 3DS. Uh, what, I, what I will say is the art style looks really good. And I'm into yes. it, honestly. I'm into this game. I just want to know... need to know more about it. I really uh, wish to... I mean, Stories is on mobile, isn't it? I think so. Maybe I should see if it's still there. Because I, I, I'm interested. This game has my let me, attention. Let me fact check for you. Do a live fact you check. You vamp for me. Yeah, live fact check. Let's do it. Got to have the correct information for our All family. right, then. Uh, the thing I found funny about this trailer while you're doing that is... I think one of the lines... I saw some people making this joke... There's like a line of a trailer where they're like, all the Raffalos are leaving the continent. And then someone was just like, they pictured their character from Monster Hunter just wearing full Raffalos gear, being like, oh, I don't know why that is. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm certainly uh, not yeah, doing it. It is, it is available on mobile. It is $30.99 Australian. Okay, I might see how much it is on 3DS. <laughs> yeah. Might be able to get it there cheaper is... and physically. <laughs> there is, okay... The first one, so I don't know if this is like a demo version or not, but there is like Monster Hunter Stories The Adventure Begins, so I don't know if I it's think... like a prequel or if it's, mm. but that's free. So it I'll might do, be like a demo. I'll do some research because I'm, I'm, yeah, this, yeah. this trailer looked good enough, and I'm like, I wonder what the barrier adventure is on the first one, and if I can skip it and just wait a second one, that would be fine too, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Monster Hunter, that's man. That's neat. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so next up was a surprise shadow drop and that was ori and will of the wisps yeah hey mike just microsoft were like no we're not gonna do any more we're not doing any more like psych stuff on the switch <laughs> it's like it's ori and the will of the wisps and also it's out today and so... also and also i made bit by the way this is a dope by the way <laughs> oh yeah 100 we're talking about this i made yeah. bits just like here's this gorgeous physical collector's edition but i i think it's only available for switch I think so. That's yeah. okay. All right, Microsoft. And it comes with, it comes with, uh, it comes with uh, Blind Forest and Will of the Wisps. Yeah. And it's like gorgeous art, a bunch of some like posters. It just looks so nice. Yeah. I wish I could it justify nice. it. It's, yeah, same. Um, I mean, like, we're definitely going it's, to, it's not the first time we've talked about Ori on no, the no, show. No, no, no. It won't be the last. This game I is, feel like... uh, it fixed a lot of problems I have with Blind Forest. I am mm-hmm. very curious to see how it runs on Switch. I should probably look up some people yes. playing it. Because I know I know it had some issues initially on Xbox One, but I think that might have been just sort of patched and they've just been like, um, yeah. just some bugs. It happens with smaller games, especially like by smaller teams. So I am curious. I'm, but I'm curious to see what that game looks like running on a Series X. Yeah, that's true as well. Games are... Good, um, good, good opening yeah, here for me to stunning. say, but if if you have even the slightest interest in Metroidvanias, then you should be playing both Ori games. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Just Absolutely. Do it, don't skip it. One um, of the guy, one of the, the I think the, the guy is... behind AM2R actually contributed to Will of the Wisps. So yeah, yeah, just play it. 
Will of the Wisps is easily one of the best games of the year. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's just, like, it's that, fucking phenomenal. It was incredible to play, and the soundtrack is beautiful. Like, <laughs> Yep, yep, it is. And it looks beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's stunning game. Stunning game. Yes. There's not much else we can really say about that, but, like, no. down Switch now, which is fucking great. Exactly. Play it. Um, you can play the whole Ori story. <laughs> yes, Ori. you can. <laughs> Uh, then we um, had our our Haiti Shadow Drop, which is a dope for me. But just but we already talked about it. Just might play it. <laughs> Go play Hades. Yeah, play it. Also, I'm just looking at this like thumbnail for the video for the trailer. Fucking Zagoras. He's, he's a dream good. boat, man. He's a dream he's boat. A good looking boy. With these different colored eyes, and he's just he's, he's got, got the right just amount of the, snap. Yeah, the right amount of attitude. Yeah, like oh oh, he's like a nice bad boy. Anyway. <laughs> play Hades it's great it's a great game uh, yeah. The Long Dark got shadow dropped um, it's a nope uh, nothing personal it's a nope for me because like I didn't really know much about this game to be honest So all I've known about this game is it's got David Hader in it and I think both Femme and Man Shep are in it like I know Jennifer Hale tweeted out about it today okay so that's cool that's about all I know I know it's like a you can play it as like a survival mode or there's like a story mode. It, it's always been on my radar, but I've always passed on it for one reason or another. Maybe maybe putting it on a handheld is the key. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Now uh, we got a we got a date for fitness boxing two, rhythm and exercise two. This is a nope from me. It's a nope from me. Even if though it is a rhythm game, but then I remember that I own Ring Fit Adventures and that they added a fucking rhythm game to that so. exactly you don't you don't need this job so I'm you're, good. you're good I'm you're good <laughs> good to know uh empire of sin empire of yes. sin <laughs> empire of sin you, you no, never, you of never that's a reference to but um that got a release date in a new trailer uh again this is a nope from me but it's definitely a game i'm interested in yeah it's a nope from me like i'll keep an eye out for it but yeah i like whatever i do like a bit of like you know 1920s style gangster who doesn't John? um yeah i mean yeah it's great i mean mafia definitive edition came out to like yesterday mm, and i'm I did kind see of that. looking at that going looks really good the thing that I surprised me playing, yeah maybe, maybe i remember just... playing the original and really enjoying it but yeah i could go back to that <laughs> well it's it's fair joel the trilogy's there it is i just want to play the first one yeah it's fair. i think the first one is the best one as well uh, yeah. the thing that surprised me most about Empire of Sin before we move on is maybe I'm just ignorant and hadn't been paying attention but I didn't know it had a full sort of like isometric like RPG-ish mode like I just had no idea yeah yeah it's yeah. I it's, it's just I mean, like I'm... turn-based combat with like story in between but so that's immediately got my attention that much more yeah it was this trailer that they showed was particularly about like running a, a club essentially mm. as well which yeah. is interesting so I'm curious yeah. Cabaret Club. <laughs> Get hyped. Oh, Yakuza. Uh, we've got a new trailer Good for times. Rune Factory 5, now due in 2021. Yep. yep. I it's, mean, like, it's a it's, nope, because yeah. I, I'd want to play it, but, like... I, it's I, it's it's just a new trailer for it. It looks good. Yeah. It, 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 looks, it was good to see the game running. Uh, 2021's cool. I've always wanted to play more yeah. Rune Factory. I remember playing one of the older ones on DS. Because, you know, it's just like, it's Harvest Moon with dungeon crawling. Like, yeah. what isn't, what, do, what 
that's what I want in a game. <laughs> Give it reminds to me. me of, reminds me of the old fantasy life for the 3DS. Yeah. Level okay. 5 games, baby. Good game. St- Stardew Valley had some of that as well. You could go into the mines. That's true, yeah. Just the combat the wasn't I did the most... great in that game, so I didn't get into it. But this, uh, like, Moon Factory has always appealed to me because of that. It was the thing I did the most was going to the mines. I was like, oh, go back there. Because it was like a roguelite. It was a roguelite where I got to do some farming at the end of the day. It was fine. Or well, the start of the day, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh... Then we got a new trailer for Balan Wonderland out next March 2021. This is also a nope from me, but what do you think, Joel? It's a nope. I'm going to keep an eye on it. Game looks a little bit rough. But... It looks really rough. Mm. Yeah, Again, it looks rough. I remember watching the trailer and it was just like, oh, it's, it's rough, but you know, the game's not coming out for a while. Absolutely, with the performance in that trailer, I did not expect to see a release date at the end. And I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's also coming out hmm. the same day as Monster Hunter Rise. So. It is. Will, Sorry. Will there be better <laughs> hardware to run the game better? Who knows? <laughs> Ooh, there we go. And it That's sucks because this game is interesting. I was pretty excited when it was announced before the Xbox showcase a few months ago. Uh-huh. Uh, so we we'll started seeing it running more. But yeah, just some really questionable animation going on there. We'll see. We'll see. Keep an eye on it. Let it cook. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, Sniper uh, Elite 4, Holiday 2020. No. Yeah, no. it's a no. It's I <laughs> look if you like these games, cool. Not really into them. That's cool. I think yeah. I when I saw one of my first like the super hardcore like X-ray snipe shots, I was like, ah, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I'm kind of into it, but it's the kind of game that I will wait for like Epic Games to give me for free, which will probably happen. <laughs> like, and, and eventually, exactly. it's gonna happen. So I'm like, it's gonna happen eventually. Someone's gonna give it away for free, and I'll be like, all right, cool, PlayStation Plus or something. I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. But until then, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, it's fine. Uh, then we've got an announcement for Disgaea 6, Defiance of Destiny for Winter 2021. It's, again, this is, I feel bad noping this, but I will. Same. Yeah, I'm. it's a note for me. Like, Shout fine. out to the I... game for just being willing to be crazy. To, oh, to, yeah. For doing billions of damage and having a level cap of, like, a million or whatever. Like, I respect that insanity. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's batshit crazy, and I'm kind of here for it, but also... It looks pretty complex. It um, does. I, I, yeah. I tried one of the older disguise, like a demo on PS4, because again, it's one of those games that every time I see it, I'm like, I should love this. I should be into this. But yep. I tried playing and I was like, I I don't know what's happening. Granted, if I wanted to, I'm sure if I just you know gave it the time, I would figure it out. But this initially, I was just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There is a free trial for Disguise 5. I think it's still going. I think Maybe. it's running for another couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, but um, on Switch, but I think for, for a... Nintendo Switch Online subscribers, just to to be clear, I think yeah, I think but I think there's just a free demo for it as well. Oh, okay. Normally, I yeah, think. well, there was, there was definitely a demo for one of the disguise on PS4, but yeah, yep. but I yeah, know. I just suck. <laughs> yep. Um, but that's it from the uh, yeah. It was Nintendo honestly showcase. probably the best of the partner minis I've seen, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it had a lot of, like, fun stuff. Like, mm. stuff that we kind of knew about, but it was good, to, like you said, to have confirmation on them. Um, whether it be Monster Hunter, uh, a Monster Hunter returning to a Nintendo system, or Hades actually having their release date. It was mm. sort of, like, timed out perfectly. And then you got a cool surprise in there with Ori, which is neat. Exactly. It was neat. Yeah. Good so, stuff. So, next up, we've got the PlayStation 5. I don't know what, it, what do I even call it. We'll just call it a game showcase because that's what it felt like. 
Yeah, what are uh, they? What did they call it? PlayStation Five Showcase Event. Showcase Event. Yeah, it was close. So yeah. this was this was packed with stuff. So oh boy, the dope one up should be interesting going through this. Uh, first mm-hmm. up, they very boldly started with their best announcement, and the <laughs> one that I just the last podcast we talked about the possibility of this game existing, and I was. Look, I wanted to dream, but I was also very willing to just write it off. And that is Final oh, yeah. Fantasy 16. The dopest yeah, dope you'll hear me dope in this dopey fucking segment. <laughs> I'll give it a dope because, like, uh, after playing Final Fantasy 7 Remake this year, um, I'm kind of in on this now. Even if you'd um, noped especially... it, I would be running with this anyway and you wouldn't be able to stop yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I kind of wanted to know, but just to see you trying to like run it down in like 30 seconds. But, oh, and then this happened and then, oh, it was really great. And then, yeah. Um, but no, it's a, it's a dope for me. Like I, aside from the fact that it does look like it's going back to like a fantasy setting, um, which I kind of like the like neo future kind of shit that they do um, with things like, you know, I mean, seven remake or seven in general, but like, um, and 15 as well. I kind of like that. Well, I've got good news for you, Joel, because 7 Remake Mm -hmm. will continue that trend. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I mean. So I'm I'm all happy. But what I'm excited for with 16 is it looks like they're continuing the trend of, like, this sort of action-based combat um, that they've been sort of, like, refining over the last couple of games. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of in on that. Well, especially after Square's very smart pickup from Capcom a while back. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm blanking on the man's name, but basically he he was either. very integral in like a lot of the Dragon's Dogma stuff and DMC Five, and everyone's just like, I wonder why they hired him. And then you watch this 16 trailer and you're like, okay, I see now. There it is. Like yeah. this is an action RPG, but boy, that is some fluid comp like anima- animations. In particular, I keep thinking about that at, when the protagonist, I think his name is Joshua, gets attacked by the dragoon. And just the little mm. spin, the little twirl he like spin as he does as he slides back, just it's so good. I'm in on oh, this yeah. game. Interestingly, it's by Creative Business Unit Three, which I feel like, what does that even mean? I'll tell you that like Square obviously is a big company and filled with a lot of dev teams. And Creative Business Unit Three is, if I'm recalling correctly, the if the team that did Final Fantasy fourteen Heavensward, or what was after that? Stormblood? Shadow Man, there's been so many Fortin expansions. No. Yeah. There's been so many. But either way, they're very much a Final Fantasy fourteen centric team. Uh, and if you haven't ventured into the MMO that is fourteen, um, I played very little of it. I think I finished the vanilla campaign for Realm Re- Reborn and got through all the patch content to Heavensward. But I can tell you that is a damn good Final Fantasy story if you're looking for one. Uh, if you have the time, of course, like because it is a it is a time sink because it is an MMO. Yeah. But uh, yeah. well worth what I at least what I enjoyed in the in, the, in Realmly Born to check out if you're curious. I think there's a new trial out. It's recently been like revamped. the The gap between Re- Realm Reborn and Heavensward is much less brutal now, which is nice. And also, Heavensward is actually included in the it trial. It is actually, as well. yeah, that's right. It is. Which means yeah. you can be a sweet dragoon, which is all I ever want in a video game. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, back to 16. <laughs> back yeah. to 16. Yeah, so that that's the sort of talent coming to this game, which is interesting, and it's got a lot of people excited. There, there are obviously other people who are lamenting it not going turn-based, but sadly, I just don't see it happening. 
on a Final Fantasy no. of this budget? Like, no. It just I limits. Don't think... They've seen the amount of like people that they got in the door with something like Final Fantasy Seven Remake, even Fifteen as well. But like hmm. with Seven Remake, like the getting those like extra people in the door, people like me who had no real intention of playing it until a very very kind friend of ours, Josh, uh, mistakenly ordered two copies and sent me one. Which I he sent you very, a copy very of for. like 2020's game of a year. That's so generous of him. <laughs> mm, we'll talk about that. No, um, no, we won't. This is a, this is not a discussion. <laughs> it's up there, but um, no. And like I went from being like I I want to play it, but I'll get to it eventually. To playing it and fucking loving it. Like, um, so like seeing them get them in the door, and the reason why it got me in the door is because it was a little bit more action based. It still had those like moments like tactical moments where you really had to think about how you were going about a, about a fight. But for the most part, there was a lot of like hacky press button and sword move. And it was like, Oh cool. Yay. Press button, sword move. Yay. I like this. Um, and then from there you sort of start to realize that there is a little bit more to it, a little bit more yes, complexity sure. to it. Uh, and which was great. I like that where it gets me in the door with like, I get to swing a sword around by pressing a button. That's good. It's good. Makes me feel good. Everyone's happy. Um, and then, yeah, from there, I, I, I go, oh, no, it's rewarding me for doing different things. Um, so if they continue that trend with this, um, I think I think, I think think it's a no-brainer that they continue the trend with this mm. because they got a lot of extra people in the door with 7 Remake. That I know there's a few people that, like, few content creators that I follow that are like, I wasn't into it. I wasn't into, like, Final Fantasy stuff. I played this, and now I love it. So it's more of seven that. remake is game of a year. Um, mm. <laughs> the this year's not over. Year's, year's not over yet. Year's not over yet. We got we got November. Can't, I can't think of anything coming up that would compete against it. But that's fine. Uh, oh no. Mm. So yeah. Anyway, sixteen console exclusive to PS Five. Unlike a few other trailers in this presentation, a lot of confusion with the yeah. one, with like uploads and stuff like that. That. Yeah, it's been a bit of a mess, but either way, oh, yeah. console exclusive to PS5, Square clearly getting money handed by Sony there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, a lot of people were like, I can believe it showing up, but it's not going to. Oh. And then they kicked off with it. It was like, well, fuck. Okay. It was clearly like, they were sure. just like, whatever, guys. Like, I... And you can tell, like, almost instantly, you're like, that is a Final Fantasy character. Oh yeah, 100%. Like, it, it, it zooms out trailer... from an eye. And as soon as you see, like, the two eyes next to each other, you're like, it's Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, if you watch the trailer, it basically goes through and checks off all the things that people had been rumoring about this, because you're like, oh yeah, that's a Final Fantasy character. Oh, they absolutely look like Final Fantasy fourteen characters. Just right. like, like, oh yeah, but so this is 16. It is by, yep, 14 team members. All right, cool. Just like, check, 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 check. Um, yeah. Yeah, so good. Uh, so next up, we've got to look at some gameplay from Spider-Man Miles Morales. Fuck, yeah, we did. It's dope. Fucking be greater, be yourself, be Miles Morales. That's what I want to do. We'll be um, able to, Joel, because this game is coming to PS5, to. but also coming yeah. to PS4. Interesting. Interesting stuff there. But um, uh, I'm excited by that because I'm going to play it 100% yeah, before the end of the year. But That's the thing, because yeah. if we... If it wasn't coming to PS4, we would not be playing this game because PS5s mm-hmm. are gone. They are just gone. <laughs> yep, they are gone. Yep. Even like I mean, neither of us really tried to get one, but even if we did, they they were gone. 
Mm. Gone, baby, gone. So quickly. Um, like, I, I didn't try to get one until, and then like a week ago, I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I could have <laughs> got one. <laughs> but it's too late. It's gone. I should have done it. I should have done it. Um, but yeah, no. Spider-Man Miles Morales, we got to see some, like, uh, we got to see Miles in action in this trailer. Um, and I'm so into it. Like, his moveset, like, it, it, there was always a concern about, like, that this was going to be, like, a reskinned, like, Spider-Man. And then, you know, oh, but it's Miles. Look at the suit. It's different. Um, he talks differently. But it's so not. Like, there's his moveset, uh, his abilities as well. You see him go invisible at one point, which is one of, like, Miles Morales' staples. Um, He's got his shock touch. All the shock touch stuff. Like, oh, man. Like And, like, we were talking about chain lightning before. Bit of chain lightning going on here as well. Um, and, yeah, the fight scene was really great. The fact that the music, so the cool thing about Spider-Man PS4, like Marvel Spider-Man, was that um, it had dynamic music. So when you were like just you know walking around normally, there wasn't any much music or anything like that. It was just underlying, and you'd start swinging, and the music would swell up and kick in. You get into a fight, and the music would change into like the fight music. Uh, in this, like the fight music is all like awesome, like hip hop and trap drums, and. I was like, this need if this better be the the norm for the whole game, because if it's not, I'm gonna be very upset. But it was oh, I was so yeah. hyped on this. I don't think they've confirmed it yet, but I really do hope it's for norm as well because it just yeah. sounds so good. It's great. Like I'm, I mean, look again, Spider Man PS4. Uh, it, the year that it came out was unfortunate for like Game of the Year awards, but it is still a very, very, very good game. Um. I still think it's the best superhero game out there. Oh, easily. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry Arkham yeah. fans, but I I don't like them. <laughs> yep. No, I, it's not that I don't like them. I just think Spider Man is better. Like it's because um, I enjoyed Asylum and City, and I just couldn't get into Night. But like Spider Man just nails it. Spider Man nails the feel of what it's like to be Spider Man. Um, it had an amazing, like a great comic book story. That like sort of, you know, I can see some people arguing. It's like, oh yeah, but it's just, it's sort of like a little bit one note in some aspects. But it's like, but it's a comic book story. That's what I want. For me, and- for Spider Man, like the story, even though like when you meet certain characters, you're like, okay, well, I, I know who you are. I still really enjoyed how it was executed, and if mm-hmm. nothing else, I think about that ending a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like, and what lead up that to could it, mean it's- going forward for these for these games. Yeah, Even this one, there could be there could be more in this one. Well, yeah, I think they came out recently and said that it's set a year after the events of the first one. Yeah, well, I mean, um, we have we haven't seen any Peter Parker in the game in the trailers for for these ones yet, so we'll mm, see what happens. Well, I do remember from playing like ep- episode one and a little bit of episode two of the DLC, like Miles calls you a lot, like Miles calls Peter a lot. It's like, hey, are we going to start our training yet? Like. And Peter's like, yeah, okay, I'm so busy at the moment. I'll be there, like maybe, maybe a few hours. Well, I'll, I'll check back with you. Um, so I'm wondering if that, like, the game starts with like them doing like a maybe sequence. Like cool. that'd be a cool tie-in for that, like whole, um, you know, Miles checking in and stuff. And uh, that could pay off some point in the the rest of the DLC. I just haven't finished it yet. Mm. Um, but this is exciting, and the fact that it's coming day and date as well to PS4 exactly. is very exciting. Um, it's all, you could also argue that it's not exciting that it is it being limited and, and held back. 
by being developed for on PS4, but I don't know. It's just interesting to me that Sony's marketing changed very quickly from we believe in console generations to actually we still want to sell our games to people who have bought one of our 100 million PS4s. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, yeah, that yeah. makes sense, Sony. Like, you could have said it from the start. We wouldn't have blamed you. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah, it didn't have to be like a fucking tweet a week and a half later. But exactly. Anyway. Uh, worth noting, I don't think it, we might as well bring it up here because I don't think it was actually in the showcase anywhere, that Horizon Forbidden West will also be a PS4 game? Yes. Is it Forbidden yeah. West? Yeah, it is, yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, I'm curious about that. So we'll see. Because what... like, I understand. Sp- I understand. Understand Miles Morales being like cross generation, but for Horizon Forbidden West seems to be like what could be like the PS4, uh, the the PS5's like technical showpiece. I really am getting the feeling that maybe that game's closer than we think. Like I reckon, yeah. Like early next year, we'll see that game. Game Awards so. could see a, a release date trailer. We'll see. But either way, it's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on. But yep. another thing to keep in mind that if you're buying a PS5 and you never bought Spider-Man, and if you don't mind ponying up about 120 Australian dollars, uh, you can buy the Ultimate Edition of Miles Morales, which also includes a remaster of Spider-Man from the PS4, which is yep. neat. Uh, if you already bought Spider-Man for PS4, sorry, you have to rebuy it on PS5. It's just how it is. Yeah. Um, They're not quite sucks. there yet, are they? <laughs> No, no. Look, it's it's added to the pile of things that they haven't quite nailed just yet. Exactly. Um, it's yeah. yeah. Game looks good. Oh though. boy. Oh yeah, so excited. So next up, we have Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. Um, this is such a this is a tricky one. So I'm not gonna. When we originally recorded this, I got quite. Uh, emotional, I think, in a way about this. I'm going to try not to be so much this time. I'm going to be a bit more succinct about it. But I'm excited for this game. I'm conflicted about this game. I've been conflicted as a Harry Potter fan for the past 12, like 6 to 12 months uh, because J.K. Rowling is a fucking garbage human. Um, And I'm, like, conflicted about, like, I want to play this game, but I don't no, if I can yeah. bring myself to do it. Look, and I totally I just, get it. Mm. It's rough. It's um, and it sucks because it is it is perfect. It is the trailer exactly looks really what, good. I don't have is, a strong attachment to Harry Potter. I also still don't like J.K. Rowling. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. um, even without that attachment, I still watch this trailer and just like I would I would play that game. Mm-hmm. Yep. This and this is like this is like any Harry Potter fan's dream. Like you get to go, you get to create your own character. You go through the sorting process, and you get to you get to be a wizard at Hogwarts and study. And this this is what people who are fans want. They want that of feeling course, of being able to go to Hogwarts. Of course, Harry Potter fans get this, and as a Lord of the Rings fan, I get Shadow of War. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, this could be very, this could fall into a similar category. Who knows? But I don't, I don't know. This this trailer looks promising. Um, it's yeah, but I mean, like, it sucks because. If I buy this game, I'm helping fund like hate speech towards people, and I don't want to do that. It's it's so it's, yeah, it sucks, man. I and I get, I completely get that, and I I it's completely reasonable. But also, these developers are working so hard. I feel for them. Like they're making mm-hmm. this game that I'm sure they are proud of and they love. 
and I bet they were super conflicted about like when do we reveal this? Like, there's no yes. good time. <laughs> Since this was revealed as well, they like I think they have come out and said that J.K. has had sort of like minimal influence on it, but like oh, yeah, that's yeah. not that's not the issue. Like I the know, fact I is, know. it's still her property. She's going to make money off this. And the tough um, reality is, it's, it's always going to be her property. Yep, and it sucks because. Harry Potter is so important to me. Like I, I read that first book when I was, I was in hospital, but like, it wasn't for anything. I was still like, I wasn't invalid. I was able to get up and walk around and things like that. I was, when I got diagnosed with diabetes, but my sister bought me the first book. She's like, well, you're in here. You might as well read something. And I previously tried to read it uh, and sort of didn't get into it. I was like reading it the first couple of chapters, which is like the build up before the fun stuff happens. And I was like, I don't see why everyone's talking about this, whatever. And I was in hospital, I'm like, well, I've got nothing else to do. I'm going to read this book. And fucking loved it, adored it. I always said to my mum, like, my mum, I'm like, I need the next book. I think I've got to get the next book. And then, yeah, I, like, seeing the movies at the cinemas for, like, midnight screenings, actually going to Hogsmeade in Japan at Universal Studios was, I openly wept walking through the gates because it was so fucking perfect. Um, and I want my son to experience these stories, but there's always that looming cloud now and of like, if I do decide to spend money on something like this, or I, or like I, I contemplate spending money on that, that's always the internal conflict I'm going to have. And obviously I'm not going to be like, Oh, I'm so torn up. It makes me sound really privileged by saying, oh, that. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm so yeah. torn up about like spending my money on this when there are people who are actually like impacted in that this has impacted their lives in ways that I could never imagine. Um, but yeah, it just, it sucks. It sucks. Hogwarts Legacy looks like a very, very, very good game um, that I am probably not going to at least pay money for. <sighs> and that's that's the end of my diatribe there. That's fair. Like I said, I, I don't want to sound like I'm standing here defending... J.K. Rowling, I obviously think she's pretty garbage using her platform that she could use for, you know, good things to spew awful things. Um, I just, again, like I said, I feel for those developers. I really do. Yep, absolutely. <sighs> yep. It'll be, it'll, it'll be very curious to see how that game goes. It's coming out in 2021. I guess we'll see what the future holds for it. I mean, the, the one thing that they could do as well, because it is like creating your own character, it's like, Give them the option. Give people the option to be, uh, like it's a good point actually. Like that's what I've seen a lot of people saying as well. Is like give people the option to, like, be trans or uh, you know people of color or any of that kind of stuff. Like give that, put that in there mm. as like a a subtle protest. It's like this may be yours, but it still belongs to us in some way. But again, but when you buy this game. A tiny little bit of it is still going to go towards her, and she's using that money to spread hatred. So I mean, yeah, fuck the, the tough the tough reality is she's also probably still using the money you already spent on the books. So yep, I know. Oh, hey, it's look, awful. that that fucking fucking crosses my mind sometimes on a daily basis. Like it's it's shit. It's fucking shit. Speaking of shit, <laughs> that's not that. entirely fair. It's not in, not entirely fair to trans to to throw over to this game like that. Uh, but speaking of, of games with questionable 
this well this is more questionable content rather than questionable people involved that is call of duty black ops cold war this trailer is a nope from me just because of my disinterest in call of duty um it's a nope from me but i do love the fact that they've just gone full fast and furious because that whole thing with like on the the tarmac with a plane taking off that's literally a scene from um i think fast five or six Maybe six. Hey man, you're the man with a fast knowledge. I haven't actually I mean, dealt, dived into that franchise since three, so... Um, it's, yeah, it's... It, like, there, there's a whole sequence towards the end of the movie that takes place on the tarmac with a plane taking off and then driving in cars trying to catch it. And it's like, that is Fast and the Furious. That's pretty neat. Um, but yeah, I, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, then we also got a new look at Resident Evil Village. This yes. meant... This is a note for me just because the trailer wasn't that interesting. Yep, yeah, it's fine. Um, like, the trailer was more of a recap than anything else. Uh, we've, we got... Actually, we didn't actually even get that much information from the TGS thing recently, so... Yeah, it's... it's it's Yeah, we're, they're sort of sitting... Holding their cars close to their chest at the moment Still about this, but... very excited about it. The weirdest part about the TGS thing last night that I can bring to the table to just add to this, even though I noped it, is... Capcom's really weird way of saying we're trying to make a PS4 and Xbox One version, but we don't know if we can, but we're going to try. It's like, what do you... If, don't do it then, right? If it's... Well, don't, yeah. If it's going to take that much time, focus on the actual game you're making. Yeah, because like as people are be pointing good. out, like some of these, these, these... Both of these Resident Evil 8 trailers have had some framiness to them, and there's been rumors that there's been difficulties developing it. Like... Focus on the the, gen, the next gen versions. I'm sorry, it, it sucks because this is like if this doesn't come out on PS4, I want a PS5 for this game. So yeah. it obviously yeah. would benefit me to have a PS4 version. But also, if it is legitimately holding the game back, and you're like, if you're having enough trouble getting it on PS5, focus on those versions. Yeah. Um. One last thing about it though, I don't want to dwell on it too much. Was that the shopkeeper at the end? It seems it seems like it was their new vendor. It really yeah. does. Ah, I just like, I was like I've listened to it a few more times since. And I'm just like I, I like I'm like cross referencing in my head with like what are you buying? And I'm like <laughs> he's like it's honestly not quite, completely different. But, but honestly, a lot of his games vibes do feel like four as well. Mm-hmm, village yeah. for for starters. The, yeah, the fact that it's a village. It's a, yeah. like a large castle. Are we going yep. to this is more of, of like a, a manor, I guess, but still. The vibes are similar. And yeah, we've got like a, what looks like a vendor. So like, tie that in with the fact that, the fact that there's apparently unofficially a Resi 4 remake coming. It makes for yeah. an interesting situation. Yeah, it would seem like they would go hand in hand with like a pretty close together release. So mm. uh, Next up, we got a trailer for Deathloop, which showed gameplay. Looked awesome. It's a dope yeah, this is me. This is a dope. It just looks cool. Yeah. I don't have much to say about it besides the fact that like, I still really appreciate that Deathloop is a fantastic name for this video game. Oh, 100%. that really just describes it. That is what it is, and I love it. <laughs> it's great. Like, you know, and as, like, I'm just, like, reading from, like, the article we're pulling from here on Kotaku. But, yeah, they're saying, like, you know, the, the protagonist of the game, uh, Colt, I think his name is? Yeah, Colt says at one point, he's like, to break the loop, i got to break the rules. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's going to be pulpy, like grindhouse style and like you can tell from the fact that this trailer started as well with the now time for our feature presentation and that same sort of music that mm. i only know is a thing because of quentin tarantino because he uses it in some of his stuff 
but it is like a grindhouse like thing that appears before some of those movies with that little jingle. And as soon as like every time I see a trailer for this game, it just brings a, a big goofy smile to my face about how much fun I'm going to have with this. Um, for the setting alone and the, the, the overall tone alone, but like it's, yeah, it's there's some cool stuff in this. It looks fun. I do trust in Arcane to this. This game was probably going to be very good. It's due oh, out yeah. next year, I think. Now it it, it faced yeah. a delay. Uh, interesting. We'll see how that we might, we will come back. We'll circle around to Arcane later in the show. Yeah, let it um, cook. So next up, we had DMC Five Special Edition. Uh, this is a nope from me, but I'm still excited for it. Yeah, look, it's a nope for me just because I've I, it's not a franchise that has any real special connection to me in a way. And that's, to say, it's, that's not to say that it's bad. I did play a little bit of Devil May Cry 5 earlier this year and I really did enjoy it. Um, I just sort of ran out of time to go back to it. Um, and it's also responsible for giving us one of the greatest video game songs of all time. So It is. Um, Devil yeah. Trigger is fantastic. So DMC 5 Special Edition, just to quickly, just to quickly ca- recover it, is a special release of 5 which finally makes Virgil playable, which I think a lot of people expected to happen, but Capcom was like, oh, no, no, it's not going to happen. Oh, surprise! Here's yeah. a Virgil game. We did it for three, we did it for four, and we've done it for five. It, like, <laughs> it had to happen. Like, it, it was obvious. I don't know that much about Devil May Cry, but I'm like, okay. Oh, you're not going to do it? Yeah, sure, right. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, it also gave us a new battle track. Very the light. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. Virgil's battle track, but it's by um, Casey Edwards once again. Yep. So it's not quite Devil awesome. Trigger worthy, but like... It's still very good. It goes for like nine and a half minutes as well, so... <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Saddle in. I thought Devil Trigger Saddle was like in. six and a half minutes, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> strap in. Oh, and, and like, at least I know this because I was playing around with my, making up a like a video game set the other night with my controller... Um, and I know that because there's one of the songs I put in there and it, the intro alone is like 40, like 50 seconds long. It's got a long intro. And it's just, it's just like ambient sound. And I'm like, all right, okay. We're going to find a cue point for this anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah. God, Devil Trigger is so good. Here's a, so that'll be available digitally at launch for PS5 and Xbox. Pretty exciting. Yep. Um, adds like a new difficulty as well as the Virgil stuff, and yeah, it's it's neat. Uh, mm. Next up, we got a new trailer for Oddworld Soulstorm, which is a nope from me. Next, yeah, it's a nope. not even even if we briefly touch on it, nothing really to go over besides it looks like Oddworld. That's for damn sure. I couldn't give any less of a fuck about a new Oddworld game if I'm being honest. I'm sure that people really love it, and that's great. All power to you. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't. Um, but uh, yeah. Next up was a game that completely caught me by surprise, and it's going to be a nope from me. But I just was stunned when I saw when this this trailer started and panned out, and ended up being Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breaches. Uh, it's a nope from me, but because fuck this shit, get the fuck out of my face. So how like you were expecting a jump scare, right? <laughs> I was, and it still fucking sucked. I was still just like, oh, just don't. I know it's going to fucking be there. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it's just it. just like stunning to me to see Five Nights at Freddy's like I, with a budget. I, like, I'll give them props for that. It was pretty funny. Like it was pretty funny for them to show up at the PS5 
like reveal showcase of the price and date. I'm just gonna quickly, I'm just gonna quickly check this real quick because I saw some people commenting on something. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it's almost a troll because when you watch this trailer, when you start this trailer, in the back of the shot in the elevator, you can see like a red circle with some symbols in it, and as people have pointed out. It's very similar to the Halo of Sun from Silent Hill. And it's just like, it's cruel. Oh, <laughs> it's my Halo of Sun. That's fucking... Nah, that's a double nope. Just for, on your behalf. A double that's nope. That's a double nope from, <laughs> from me. That's mean. It's all right, Kyron. We've got a good game next. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Up. I didn't notice that at first. It, I just saw some people pointed out online. I was like, oh, shit, you're right. Now I'm mad. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so yeah, next up we got Demon Souls, and it's a dope. It's the second dopest thing here, because it's pretty dope. this is the cause for me going. Oh, shit, I could have afforded a PS5 because when it was announced that Miles was on PS4, that was fine. This game was also the cause of some confusion when a trailer went up saying it would come to PS4, PC, and I was like, oh well, I've got a PC and I might be able to run it at some lower settings, so that'll be fine. And yeah. then Sony came out and said, actually, that was a mistake, and it's currently just PS5, and then so I knew I was screwed. The confusion with that is, is, yeah, like, in the actual presentation itself, it didn't have that. It was on no. an end slate yep. card. Exactly. So it was on the trailer that got uploaded to YouTube, like, at the same time. Yeah. Um, so they like, oh, it's a mistake, <laughs> but it's like, why do you have that slide? Exactly. That's going to happen, up. but it's clearly yeah. not going to happen at launch. Yeah. So I look, Demon Souls is a great game. It's a game that I also understand is hard to go back to. Mm-hmm. Not just not just because it's like the earliest Souls game either. Like obviously the Dark Souls games and Bloodborne and Sekiro just refined themselves over time. And Demon Souls is definitely the most rawest experience you can get. But it also has a lot of like fiddliness with like the world tendency mechanics and some of the bosses are like, you know, personally, I didn't like some of them. Mm. Some interesting ideas that, again, were perfected upon in later Souls games. Um, but right. the game just looks stunning. <laughs> it does. Like, it looks great. Um, it also is... The the person, obviously, who did the, like, was playing for the demo, just fucking making it look like a Zelda title. Like, going through just, like, casually, like swatting away people and then giving people who don't know anything about souls games a false sense of security about what this is it's like fuck you <laughs> you piece of shit it's funny though right because i have to feel that by this point in the franchise's life like cycle you see souls you must yeah, know I, right i mean yeah but you're, you're, true. you're not wrong like clearly this trailer something was sl- like one of the sliders was right up yeah, it must have been, must like, have been his poise because he wasn't getting staggered or knocked around much. He was just yeah, he was just like swatting them away like flies. Yeah, it was like whatever. Like those first few enemies, it's like he didn't even stop running. He did. <laughs> he just hacked um, and slashed his way through. I guess at least he got put down by the boss in the end. But also, That's true. can I just say, Blue Point? Look, love your work, really do. Please don't let that be the you died we see, because it just looks so yeah. plain it's just so plain i don't know it's a weird thing to complain about right but when the rest of the game looks as good and i see that i'm like come on yeah guys. <laughs> it was weird 
it, it, it like reeked of placeholder to me, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah, like it, it, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, obviously, I, I played a l- very, very, very small amount of Demon Souls back in the day on PS3. Um, before I sort of like believed in myself to actually be able to play games like this. So I did play it and was like, oh, it was a bit too hard for me. Oh, I, I mean, can't I, do that. I was the same. I think I rented it from a video shop and just bounced off it so hard mm. and then went back to it after I think, I think I finished Dark Souls 1 and 2. And yep. then I went back to Demon's Souls and was like, oh, I get it. Okay. Right. Yeah. It just took two Souls games to convince me to go back to it. It was um, three for me. It took me three Souls <laughs> games to get, to get the, the, to give me the, the hook, but Either way, um, like, I am so deeply saddened that I'm not going to be playing this at launch. It looks so good. The trailer showed off some of the environments that and they just look stunning. <sighs> anyway, Demon's Souls looks good. It's great. I'm I'm sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited to play it eventually. I will definitely get to oh, it. Oh, God. Next up, we had Fortnite coming to PS5 at launch. That's a nope for me. Nope. <laughs> Then we had, um, so we got a really weird thing next, which was the PS Plus Collection. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's a dope, but not not a huge discussion to be had here. No, not at the moment. I think this is yeah, something we'll, we can we'll circle, circle back, back to back. in our okay. next topic of conversation, because I think it's a bit, a bit more relevant there as well. Okay, well. But basically, it's, 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 there's a, for PlayStation Plus subscribers, there's a whole bunch of, um, it's basically the best of the best of the PlayStation 4 generation you get access to as a PlayStation Plus member. Pretty cool. But we'll come back to that uh, in our next topic of conversation because I think it's a little bit more relevant there as well. Uh, then we had our, our price and release date announcements. So for Australian... not Again, it doesn't matter. They're gone, right? Yeah. PS5 is $749 Australian and the digital version was $599, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're all sold out, so don't even bother looking. Sony says they're hoping to free up more stock. I think America just got a bunch of a new wave of pre-orders. Nothing happened here, but I guess that's because, you know, we are Australia and we sort of suck. So they just don't care yeah. about us. I think I've seen some people get moved up in queues because of people yeah. like cancelling pre-orders, like second pre-orders that they didn't I was hoping that other retailers besides EB and JB would get a look in, but it doesn't look like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So then we had our one more thing, and that, I'm going to dope it, even though I think that there's not heaps to talk about here. Fuck yes! God of War Ragnarok is coming in 2021, allegedly. Ragnarok is coming. I'm excited. And yeah, you're right, there's nothing here, but like, I'm, I am so, so very, very excited, because God of War... Game of the Year 2018. Um, 2018? It's one of the yeah. ones I, I look back on. I'm like, oh, maybe I did like it more than Red Dead. And I love Red Dead, but God of War is very, 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 very good. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a fucking... Like, it's... I would I would almost call it a masterpiece of a video game, I think, because of the everything it does, it just does so fucking well. And that's not to say that it is without flaws, because there are some things you can probably pinpoint about that aren't you know, maybe not as good. Like, I, I actually can't. Talk I can't types even, of spoilers. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, I can't even think off the top of my head like anything that comes to mind that was like, oh, maybe not so much. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah, spoilers. But I'm not gonna 
go into any of that. Um, it was one of the most fun Platinums I've gone through. It's a just a fucking phenomenal game. Like, again, without going into spoilers, there's a, a part in that game where I was like, I audibly gasped like like a person in like a like 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 like, i can't even think of like an analogy for it but i gasped so fucking loud when i realized what was going on the tooltip spoiler i didn't i yeah yeah sorry brendan um poor brendan yeah poor brendan but i remember he didn't say anything when he saw it i i respect him and i remember him when i got to that part and he was just like yeah so that was spoiled for me in a tooltip i'm like Oh That's, my god. Yeah, yeah. What were you thinking, Sony Santa yeah. Monica? Yeah. Again, not without its flaws, but I think just the fact that, yeah, like the, the game is one shot as well. Like, I love that concept. Like, blows my mind. And again, it, there's I think... camera trickery with that as well. But um, the performances in it, the story was captivating. Like, that, that moment just fucking blows me away every time i think if you stack up all of sony's first party like you know naughty dog santa monica um sucker punch insomniac all those guys you stack up all their games from a ps4 gen i do think god of war is my favorite yep i do as well and i am like a nathan drake fanboy but like it it is just and for the fact of the, of the matter is this is this is Kratos we're talking about. They so that's Kratos that's, a big, that's the big a, thing. A fucking relatable character, like not relatable, but like a grounded character and someone they you made gave it a interesting. fuck about. Like yeah. I remember when it when I first, when it it starts to click, but it's like okay, this is the sequel to three. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah, and yet it's choice. just again, if you've gotten this far in life with your PS4 and you've passed on God of War, don't. It just plays so doing? good. What are you doing, you clown? Get around <laughs> um, it. The interesting question is, will Ragnarok come in 2021 and will it be cross-gen? Because if it comes in 2021, I could see it being a PS4 game. I really could. This is true. Um, if it isn't a cross-gen game, this will be the game that makes me get a PS5. Like, I'd also be surprised if it comes out in 2021 if that's the case. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I, I believe it. I honestly do believe it. Um... The thing is, like, the reason why the first one... I've seen a few people bring this point up, and I kind of tend to agree with it. Um, The reason why the first first game took so long in development as well was they were obviously building an engine for it. They were um, building, like, they were trying to figure out where to go with this story. Like, and like you said, it is a sequel to God of War 3. It is. It follows on. So it's, you know... They needed to figure out how to incorporate that and, and where they were going to go with it. And then, obviously, the amount of work that they put into making, again, Kratos a, a grounded and a character that I care about and that most people care about now as a full, like fully fleshed out character, not just a whingy little boy that likes to stab things a lot. Like, uh, that, that that took a lot of work and, and, and cultivating to get to that point. Now they've got the foundation blocks. It's just a matter of like, all right, cool. Well, this this is the next step of the story we want to tell. So let's get to work on that. So that could cut down on a lot of the lead time on things. So yeah. who knows? Okay, but then at that point, like, maybe show me more than a logo. <laughs> Game Awards. Game Awards. Maybe. 
Maybe it's gonna happen. I th- I honestly think Game Awards you'll get you'll get a gameplay trailer like very similar to that first gameplay trailer we saw of um of the original of the 2018 God of War, um, so showing like a fair chunk of the of that let's story. Not, let's not put any announcements in Jeff Keighley's show forum, Joel. It's fine. It's fine. We have a ve- we have a very vague idea of how the Game Awards are going to look at this point. Not a not a full picture though. Uh, yeah, but I like this seems like. That seems like a good spot to put this in, because um, I also don't. Think... Sony, we're talking about, and they've been really weird this year. Mm, yeah. Well, I was just about to say I don't think Sony are going to have any more like presentations no. before the end of the no, year. No, no, no. But who fucking knows? Like they could just be like, ah, they no, dude, they sold out their PS fives. They're happy. <laughs> That's true. Actually, they don't, they don't care anymore. They did their um, job. They were like, hey, we're going to give you plenty of notice before pre-orders go live. Also, they go live tomorrow. Also, sorry, we couldn't stop the retailers going live today. <laughs> yeah. What a mess. Absolute shit show. Um, but I cannot fucking believe. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. And I, and I would not be surprised if it does get delayed out of 2021. But for now, I am fully in the camp of, yes, it's happening just so I can, like, it, it keeps me going as a person. Um, gives me hope. But yes, that just about does it for the PS5 showcase. Uh, it was a good showing. It, it was. It achieved its goal of making people hungry for the PS5, as evidenced by the, pre- the pre-orders just vanishing. Yep. But um, there was another news. There was more news. So when we originally were going to do this episode, I think the showcase was like, hey... Here's our here's like the big the big thing, but it turns yeah. out Microsoft decided they wanted a different story, so they dropped seven point five billion dollars on Bethesda and Jesus Christ, what the fuck is this? Like, holy shit! So this happened so, yeah, Mark- way back in early, early in the week, and still to this to this point, it's now late. It's Saturday for us. I just sit there and like, and I think about seven point five billion. I'm like, that's seven point five billion is so much money. Yep. Hey, a lot of money. <laughs> oh boy, it's um yeah. It, this is crazy. Like, cause yeah, they they've obviously they've acquired Zenimax Media, yes, the parent company of Bethesda, um, who are in charge of. Well, I haven't even got the I've banner got, anymore. I've like. got the list here. So basically, by acquiring Zenimax, they have acquired twenty three hundred employees who are obviously including Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. Yeah, this is absolute insanity. Um, so yeah, their internal their list of internal studios has like been increased to 23 now. It's crazy. Microsoft. That is insane. I, they are hunkering down. They are, this next they are ready for the future. Yep. Because that's what this um, is, right? This is a future move for sure. Absolutely, yeah. I, but that's that's what Microsoft have been doing. Yeah, absolutely. Over, like yeah. the past four years. Like, Game Pass is future-proofing themselves. Like, not, except if you're in Australia, but xCloud is future-proofing themselves. I think we're um, getting it next year, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we'll get it, but will but it work? That's the thing, though. Like, we're getting it, though. Like... Sony doesn't yeah. even bother to try and offer us PS now. And that's That's true. And that's remembering that in America, I'm pretty sure the PS4 games on PS now, you can download. Mm-hmm. We don't even yeah. get that. 
Yeah, it's yeah. This is like they are. They have been like setting themselves up for success while Sony have been out there like showboating, basically. And look, um, fair, and like it, Sony has sold a hundred million PS4s. They've done well. I totally agree. Like, but when you look at Microsoft, Microsoft have just been have clearly been the the bigger person in this situation and just been like, it's cool. We're cool. And they've been we're not. They've been loving it, yeah. right? You can tell. Phil Spencer oh. is loving it. He hundred percent. He had the biggest grin, I bet, pushing this story out on Xbox Wire, just like yep. smiling from ear to ear. Oh yeah. Um. So like, there are a few things about this that are interesting. Um. Since now, ZeniMax and you know Bethesda and all subsequent studios are essentially first-party studios. That means all these games are going to be on. Game Pass, day and date going forward. Yes. Um, since uh, it's since the announcement originally as well, it has come out that Doom Eternal is being added in like a couple of weeks or something. It's October first, I think it goes up. So like next yeah. week. So next week, it's yeah. So Doom Eternal is going to Game Pass like next week. Um, yeah, and that means like things that are in the pipeline down the track that aren't sort of you know announced and fleshed out things like um starfield and then way 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 down the track but elder scrolls 6 what's the go there with exclusivity is it get how ruthless do you think microsoft are gonna be so that's the thing microsoft did announce that they will be honoring previously established exclusivity deals which applies to deathloop and ghostwire tokyo which were both um, Mm -hmm. ps5 timed exclusives they're going to yep. let that happen. Although, I, boy, I do really hope that when I put Deathloop in my PS5, the very first thing I see is that big Xbox Game Studios. Yeah. <laughs> Just that big I'm, splash screen. Yep. I, that's that's going to be fucking wild. It was weird not um, seeing it on Switch when I booted up Ori in the Blind Forest. I was like, oh, Jesus, there it is. Xbox yeah. Game Studios. <laughs> um, Yeah, like, so... I don't even like this it is beyond me about how this is all gone down. Like, I mean, obviously it makes sense because you know, who else, who would turn down $7.5 billion? Um, which if you think about it in context as well, is it like almost double what Disney paid uh, Lucas for Star mm-hmm. Wars? Yep. Um, like that, when you put it in context of that, it's like, Oh shit. Like that is a, like, lot of money that is cross Star here. Wars. Like that's how much yeah. Disney paid for Star Wars and, and Microsoft's like, eh, we'll nearly double it. Yep. And yeah. Like so going forward, like, how how exclusive do you think Microsoft's gonna be with this whole like do you think Elder Scrolls Six is gonna be a, a a an Xbox exclusive and PC exclusive? So there's a couple of ways it could go, right? I could very easily see Microsoft just locking it down and saying, nope xbox and pc only they could very easily do it uh, yeah and who would blame them really like that's why you buy mm-hmm. studios you buy studios for the exclusives but xbox like microsoft in particular have been weirdly open and yeah not necessarily like minecraft I mean, these are i guess these are weird because they're previously established but minecraft they left on all consoles after they bought mojang for 2.5 billion uh, yep. Xenimax Online has stated that it seems like Elder Scrolls Online will continue on across all platforms as it is currently. Um, 
But for the future, who knows? They did say they would go on a case-by-case basis for the games, which to me reads as though maybe the big games might be exclusive. Like, mm-hmm. again, for, like an Elder Scrolls, a Fallout, something like that. But I wouldn't be surprised, maybe even Doom, to be honest, but maybe yeah. Arcane and Tango, like maybe their stuff will go multi. Like, yeah. if there's a Prey 2, that might go multi-platform. It depends, though, I guess. If, if something like... Um... Like Tango Gameworks, like if they if they're gonna be if Microsoft are gonna be ponying up for say Evil Within three or something like that, do you like do you think then they'll still be if they're fronting the cash for them to make this game, do you think they're gonna let that go across all consoles? So that's interesting, right? Evil Within three is an interesting example because horror games already feel like they have such a small audience. Mm-hmm. granted they do have the exclusivity on the medium though but um so it's like it's not impossible but i don't know i don't know i'd be curious to see if they did that i don't know what sort of numbers they'd pull it could just be a good faith thing just adding variety to their first party library i guess yep and i guess too like having a not only a horror title but like tango gameworks are, are, are like a japanese studio yes hell yeah shinji mikami baby exactly so mr resident like, evil <laughs> Microsoft now can also chalk that up on their on their wins list of being like we we have a Japanese we got development there. studio now. <laughs> it only cost us seven point five billion, and we probably could have got one for cheaper. <laughs> yeah, but like it's yeah, like so they've got that under their belt now, and That's they, true. like it's not a secret that they've been really trying to crack that Japanese market. They've been trying so hard, and I look mm. between that and how hard they've been pushing the Yakuza Seven stuff. Like yeah. They're making moves. We'll see how it pays Absolutely. off. They need to get a JRPG. That's like they've got. I mean, on Game Pass right now, you can play all the Kingdom Hearts, and you've got Final Fantasy Seven and Nine, and later this year they'll have Dragon Quest. Yeah, so they they're getting there. Yep. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's, it's this is very interesting stuff. It really is. It's it's future, right? Like all we can do right now yeah. is sit here and hypothesize. Like yep. what this is going to mean for the value of Game Pass, which of course Game Pass just became infinitely more valuable, which oh, then 100%. makes you wonder: does the price go up? If those rumors of gold going away come to be, does that just roll into the price of Game Pass, which then can make that like soften the blow off and increase? Because let's be honest here, with all of Microsoft's first party, I could be like, oh yeah, like fifteen dollars for Ultimate, good deal. You're chucking Bethesda there, and you can almost be like. Actually, yeah, look, 20, yeah, I'm playing 20. Yep, 20, even 25, you can bump it up too. Like, it's... Especially, again, if, that's, up... if they get rid of gold. If they get rid of gold, then yeah, 25, you, yeah. Could, you could probably do. It'd be it'd be interesting to see how it goes. The way that, they, like, in my eyes, I thought they should do it, which I think they already maybe do, kind of, but, like, if they, if they bump up to 25, but they're like, it's 25 a month, or it's 60 bucks for three months. Oh yeah, yeah, I reckon again. Like I, they do it, like they just like slightly knock a bit off the top. So it's like, oh well, I'm gonna sign them for three months then. Like it's, it's sort of and then they've like, like, yeah, they've got them in the in the ecosystem for three that's months their goal, at right? least because they can still yeah. get us even if like we have Xbox Ones, which will run a few of these games anyway because cross gen such a focus, and yep. we have PCs, so we're we're free game at the moment. They can get us. They can hook us absolutely. That's why I still pay for it because I'm like it's a good service and I have, I have used it quite a lot this year. Like it's well since I signed up for it, I've used it quite a lot. 
Um, like, I mean, I got to play Spiritfarer on launch. We played Streets of Rage 4 on launch. Um, it's, you know, we, we played Battletoads on launch. but We played Grounded. Uh, we did play Grounded, like, in in early access. Like, and realized that it's a lot of fun. It so, is. So, you know, and we wouldn't have done that without Game Pass. Like, I mm. don't think. It's, um, yeah, it, this, it, it is a, a service that day by day increases in value so so like funnily yeah. enough to backpedal the question a little bit to like whether they'll keep these games exclusive the interesting flip side is if they do decide to put them on other platforms then people are looking at buying a ps5 for say 750 dollars, and then buying the game for potentially again assuming the prices stay like they are 120 dollars, yep. or buying a series x and then just subbing the game pass and you get the game's there and even if you want to knock that down a little bit this is a something that one of our friend that that our friend broad brought up um in like conversations we've had about this whole thing um if you go on one of those payment plans that are like you know pretty fair widely available in the us and also through telstra here in australia which there are a couple of like other hoops you have to jump through to get yeah. one of those there are some weird hoops you're gonna jump through um yeah but like, you know, if you go on one of those payment plans where you're just paying it off, you're paying, what, 50 bucks a month for a Series X and Game Pass, and you you are set. Mm. Like, for $50 a month, like, that's fucking like, great. Yeah, 50 bucks a month to be in next gen. Yep. Yep. I, I don't know if 50 bucks a month is the accurate number, so don't fact check me on that. <laughs> but um, it's, yeah, it's like, it's a, a small amount a month for you to be like completely in next gen it is it is a contract and have access. it's worth mentioning it's you're That's basically true. paying it off like a phone so you are in yep. a contract but again but that that was a, that was an idea that has started to be sort of floated around when consoles were talking of becoming more muddled up sort of mid-gen upgrades so like what if yeah, they the, went the, the phone route yeah and microsoft mm. sort of is doing that and it's interesting because it could. I'm really curious to see how the, the Series X is going to do for them. I really am. Yeah, well, they're I making mean, moves. The, again, pre-order sold out completely they did. this week. So, um, and that was with yeah. the with the you know the set time and date. They were so happily you know yelling about, and then yeah, still gone. Still <laughs> yeah. But hey, uh, some... you know, privileged people have been receiving their Series Xs. Yeah, well, I saw that's... Jeff, Jeff Grubb has one. Oh, Jeff Grubby Grubb. Oh, I know uh, Travis Scott apparently has a PS5. He a, uh, he's got at least a DualSense controller. He's got a DualSense controller, but yeah. Jeff Keighley got his Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Digital Foundry did, you know. So it's pretty exciting, honestly, that they're out there. It's getting real close yep. now. Yeah, it's 100%. Next time. Um, yeah, this is... um. Yeah, this is big news, and I'm I'm excited to see what this means for Bethesda going forward as well. Yeah, well, because I mean, hey, it'd be nice to have some better sort of quality control on some of those Bethesda exclusives. Not saying any names, but maybe you know, if the next Elder Scrolls wasn't broken, could be good. If would be nice. The next it? Fallout wasn't a glitchy, buggy mess, could be good. Yep. I'd also yep, has <laughs> against all odds put. Bethesda and Obsidian together once again. Yep. Yeah, so that opens up. Speaking of Fallout, New Vegas Two. 
getting another new Vegas. Who knows? Maybe maybe Phil Spencer's just sitting there with like Bethesda and like um Obsidian just pushing him together. It's like <laughs> make this, it. I, I think there was I saw that uh, that picture of um uh Bung Jun oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> his name. Yeah. The, the the director of Parasite, yeah, Parasite yeah, with the Oscars his name. <laughs> But that famous picture of him with these two or two of his Oscars like Reckon. kissing each other, <laughs> and it was just like Microsoft and hey. Obsidian and Bethesda like making them kiss. I, I'm fairly certain New yeah. Vegas is sort of sitting on their own Game Pass. Maybe Phil Spencer's just a massive fan. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I, res- I would he seems like him. a fucking New Vegas fan for sure. It is the best of the 3D fallouts. Don't at me. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, wow, it's it's crazy. Like, and it's again, we could talk about it and what it could do, mean for ages, but really, we're in a wait and see mode at the moment. Yep, it's um, it's exciting and so strange times. Like, it's just not, but like Bethesda wasn't necessarily untouchable, but I did sort of look at them like you know Ubisoft and EA and Activision, where it's like, cool, these are just the big multi-plat publishers, and that's just how they're gonna be. And yeah. then suddenly they're bought for seven point five billion, and now I'm just like, oh, okay, this is unexpected. I don't think Sony has the cash to really freely retaliate like that because no. Bill Gates has got some deep pockets, <laughs> and as a result, Ooh, so does Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. and Bethesda as well. Yeah, um, yeah Bethesda does. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, well, what do you reckon, Karen? Do you think that's an episode? I think it's an episode, Joel. Just wow, seven point five billion is so much money, though. So much money, so much money. So before we get too depressed about how much money that is, uh, thanks so much for listening to the show. If you've made it this far, uh, we really appreciate your patronage, hanging out with us, listening to what we have to say. Um, we got the episode out there eventually. Oh boy, wasn't it was too a road much to get weird there. like deja vu? Thankfully, yeah. No, actually, it was, it was quite fun. Um, the lost episodes will be lost forever. Uh, but yeah, if you like the, like what you heard, um, if you're new here, if you liked what you heard here, let someone else know, give us a like on across our, you know, various places that we are present. Um, maybe drop a review, hit us up on our socials as well, which we are at dialogue options across everything. Um, all the, the ones that we use, we don't use TikTok. So sorry. We don't, we're too um, old. I don't get it. We're too old. <laughs> We're too old for TikTok, sorry. Uh, but yeah, if you want to find us on anything else, we are Dialogue Options. Hit us up with questions, feedback, any like fun like on-air games that we could play together. We're open to suggestions and, and your comments, so please hit us up. As for our individual accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, the last thing I tweeted about was uh, I've been listening. I don't know why. But this week I've been listening to a lot of KDA, the League of Legends, oh. like, fucking uh, pop idol group, and who just released absolute bangers. <laughs> I'm so into they, it. They have, they have, like, two tracks, don't they? Or is there more? They do. and No, there's two, and they're both great. Uh, there's other ones. There's other artists as well. There's a whole universe, apparently. Mm, yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Uh, it's, my my mind has been blown open this week, but um, I basically said, "So KDA kick ass." Does that mean I need to get into League of Legends now? Um, my safe answer fear was no, but uh, <laughs> just run, load up that KDA and um, Game Shops <laughs> Undertale oh. like Megalovania pop star mashup, man. Oh, oh yeah, blast yeah. that well, one. 
Or even like even on top of that as well, just go boot up Beat Saber and play Popstar in that as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also, as I mentioned uh, earlier on in the episode as well, if you want to hear my first mix that I did with my DJ controller, it's about 40 minutes long. So if you want to have a bit of a dance, go and check that out there. The link to a mix cloud is on there. But where can they find you, Kyron? Uh, first of all, Joel, since I'm assuming you've got Twitter open, I'm just mm-hmm. going to go across to your Twitter account and I'm just going to go down here and mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Bam. I'm going to retweet that. Um, <laughs> oh! You can find me on Twitter where I am at LimmerManX. Well, the most recent thing I actually tweeted was a retweet of Joel's set. <laughs> hey. Which you should definitely go and listen to. But apart from that, I shared a video of me playing Mario 64 very accurately representing my journey from the start of a week to the end of a week where it starts off so well and then nearly goes really wrong, but I got here in the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's really like before that, it's just WandaVision. Metal Gear is coming to GOG, but it's like old PC games. I'm still going to buy it. I don't, if they're buggy, I'll, I don't care. I'll play Metal Gear Solid 1 again. Fuck it, That's about it though. <laughs> awesome. Well, in that case, thanks so much for listening to the episode and uh, we'll see you next time. Dialogue options podcast.